Oh, hello. Hi, and welcome to Live at Lunch. Uh, I'm Seth. This is Jesse. Hey. Uh, we yes. are super excited that you have joined us today. And uh, you might notice that we have, we're a little bit more lit up today. We're not lit, but we are lit up. And yeah. Uh, it's, Jesse appears to, well, his tan is significantly better than mine. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that's genetic. I guess. Italians apparently aren't terribly dark. Skin. I think you are, though. I mean, I'm. Compared to the fine. compared to the rest of my family, that's not even you can't fair. Fine, um, sort of. I have I have three kids that are way tanner than me. Uh, two. And you have two. Isabella is not tan at all. But then you have some. But I but kids was, that are not. They have little pigment in their skin. Yeah, Zoe and Leticia. They're very tan. Yeah. But then there's some that have almost no pigment. Well, yeah, Jackson and Paige. Nothing. Hi. So this is live at lunch, and uh, well, we're just stalling a little bit to let people arrive and yeah. jump on because. Uh, well, we want everybody to join us, and we have six people on already, and I'm already excited about that. That's awesome. So uh, the only downside today, I wasn't here last week. I missed it. You guys, you and Dalton did a great job. I watched it uh, on the Thank way back from our trip to Port Aransas. Um, and, uh, but here's the downside. This week, no Steve. So no producer Steve producer in the comments Steve this week that I know about. Uh, so if you make a comment and we don't catch it, really sorry. Uh, but I'm really, silly, really glad you're here. We're going to try to interact with any comments that you make based on the things that we're going to talk about today, which is the last week in the Ginny Allen That's study. That's hard to believe. I really have liked this stuff. That I have retitled Get Out of My Head, Ginny Allen. Yeah. Because uh, this, this week, of course, she finished it off with a... Uh, it's interesting. So like last week, y'all talked about forgetting things. Yeah. What right? would it, yeah which just... is typically more of a female tendency to not forget. I like right guys not label but i know but that's it this this, we've said it from the beginning this this study is really was designed for women small groups and things like that we jumped on it because really men have a lot of these same issues with their head they're they're in their head about a lot of stuff just not as much stuff what you're describing is not true because i don't you didn't you do you struggle with forgetting i i remember everything that people have done really yeah especially bad stuff like everything huh like i not me. Like, Not I will sometimes have to, I mull it over for... Once, once I've made made right, or at least just addressed a little bit, done, gone. I can get over it. Like, I can move on and I know I'm wrong. Mm. But sometimes, man... Because, see, hey man, I, I, I don't know. Personality-wise, my personality in weakness or in, uh, what is it, in... In, I guess weakness, not in our strength. When I'm not working in my strength, mm-hmm. I definitely dwell on the uh, I pull away, which is not oh. my natural tendency. And while I'm pulling away, I alienate. And alienating oh, is hugely based on look what they did, look what they did, look what they did, look what they did. Well, the point of what I brought up, although you, you've thrown it off today, the what-if game in my personality is very strong. And that's what we're talking about today is the what-if. The thing that paralyzes you, the thing that you got to get out of your head about is the what if right me through that so if i want to do something right if i want to you could look at it for anything you start a business you could start a podcast or a video cast any of these things the reason why we didn't start this longer was the long ago long long ago was the what if what if nobody watches what if i run out of things to say what if i look like an idiot what 
those kind of things. Mm-hmm. That's what she talked about today, the things, the, the lies that we tell ourselves. And she boiled it down to three different lies that uh, a psychologist told her, which really ultimately comes down to the worthless, uh, the helpless, the one other thing that now I can't remember. But it, it, any of the things that you fear, the thing that stops you, the thing that you say what if about, mm-hmm. boils down to three different fears that you have that we all struggle with. And... It, it, it is what paralyzes me from doing a lot more things, like to speak up or to, to, right. to, to be more bold or even, I don't know. It, there's just a lot of things that I don't do that I should do. Share, share your faith, right, for our right. context and a lot of things. Sharing your faith at a neighbor or somebody like that. There's the what if. For me, here's a dumb thing. I don't like making phone calls. We just talked about this. Yeah, the other we talked day. about this the other day. I don't like making phone calls. I don't know why, but there is the. I run through all the possible scenarios that never happen. Like after I make the phone call, I'm always like, "Man, I really like talking to that person. I really like being on the phone with them sure. for a certain period of time." You know, if I'm on the phone for more than four or five minutes, you can tell no, he's out. Well, you've called for some reason. I could tell you that it's not <laughs> a call that I made. <laughs> that's right. So anyway, that, that's what we're going to look at today: is the what ifs. And how to get out of your head with the what ifs. Because sometimes, listen, being logical and talking about and thinking about different things and, and understanding different scenarios are important. Absolutely. Right? There, there is a, there's a danger in just jumping head first without actually processing some things yeah. a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's, it's both and, right? I mean, because... Yeah, well, so, it's just so, like anything else. It's a balance. Yeah, I mean, you definitely offer a perspective that I don't have. Like I'm thinking, you know, as you're saying the same way you felt about, Hey, forgetting is a female thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Is the way I feel about what you're saying by and large, you know, there's some things that I don't do enough of. And I I think are, are more universal, uh, like sharing faith and things like that, that I don't think personally, if I was giving like a, I would say Seth, you, you don't not share. Like if that came down to it, you would do that. Absolutely. But I've had to work on that. But I, but I think there are some things where I'm like, you know, even last week we were texting and you're like, Hey, consider this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's consider. Then, then you just need an opposite alternative consideration. Cause I'm the opposite of you. Mm -hmm. I will say things, you know, based on, and we all think that we're right. Right. Typically, we're thinking it. We're like, well, obviously, I've I've gathered all the facts, and even if you haven't, right? You know, yeah. I seldom regret. Okay, you regret having not said something. Mm-hmm. I typically regret having said something. Yeah, and I rarely have ever done that. Right. Because I stop it before it actually starts. It's like, so I'm always like, oh man, you know, maybe I took it too far, you know. And you're like, dang, if I should have said something. Yeah. Right. And because so I usually see somebody else do it. For me, I usually see somebody else that says the thing that I was thinking, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so I'm, I'm with you there. I think there's these what ifs, but then here's the deal. I think there's a total difference in somebody who's willing to be opinionated Mm -hmm. and somebody who's willing to do something like that's where I say, okay, that's, and I think there are these boundaries that we put up that, that relatively, right? Like for you, the this isn't fair, right? Okay, so it's this okay. Is, this should be break. But for you, the, the bold boundary is is here. But maybe for somebody else, the bold boundary is here. And either way, we're supposed to break through those boundaries mm-hmm. and not be more opinionated or arrogant or whatever. 
but to step out and do the thing we're called to do. Yeah, sometimes we're called to speak up. That's fine. But there are lots of things, certainly at, the, at any time, I think between your 30s and 45, 50, you start to say, what am I supposed to do? What am I not doing? What do I need to do? What, what should I say is some sort of odd career expectation that I don't need to put on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yep. a lot of things that we need to say. What, what if I, so, so I think what, yeah, there's always the, Hey, what if I went out there and what if I did this mm-hmm. thing? And I looked like an idiot or but I there's, failed. There's or... also the, what if I just stay and I don't do anything, but that's what I'm supposed to do. Which you is know, odd because I don't, I don't, you, you're, I'm so fearful of the other, what if, that that one, even though I know is probably worse to not say anything or to not do anything, that that's the thing. I don't even consider that, which is what, what I think you're saying, that, that there's two sides to this coin. And most of the time, we don't consider both sides. We don't consider that uh, you may have a fear about your value, but if you don't do anything based on that fear of not having value, then you're ultimately not going to have a value because you're just sitting there. Exactly. Yeah. So, so sometimes I'm like, Hey, Jesse, personally, you've been at this place for 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. I love this place, right? Treated fairly, given opportunity to lead. So then there's the idea of, okay. And I, and, and I would say that I feel I'm willing to speak my mind. I'm willing to, to be bold. I'm willing to, but okay. That's, that's a personalities thing. My question is, when is it time to step out? That's what I'm evaluating. Am I comfortable and satisfied and just going to stay? Or is God laying me down here and asking me to hold over? That's mm-hmm. the thing that I'm wrestling with personally, you know, because you're just like, man, I don't want to miss it. If God's got something for me, fine. If he's got something for me here, fine. I just want to do his work, but I also don't want to be comfortable and lazy and miss it. And so here's the thing. So that's ultimately, that's the main idea of this whole session is to have the mind of Christ. What, what does that look like in your life? And that boils down to contentment, right? To have the mind of Christ is to be content with where he has you. But at the same time, understanding that maybe he might move you and to know when that timing is right. Because we've all struggled with that. Everybody, if you've ever had any kind of job ever, or if you, you know, like a teenager growing up, what are you supposed to do? Whatever those life choices are that you have, you have to determine whether or not you're, the, the move that you want to make is a selfish, prideful one, mm-hmm. or if it's being made out of a fear, right. or if you're believing a lie, and that's what the decision you're making? Or do you have the mind of Christ and you know that you are content in what he has given you? You are focused and working as hard as possible at it or something else, right? Because God moves people all the time. Yes. All the time. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. It, it's sometimes when it's in his time. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, that's my question about this whole thing is... I, I can't, I, like, it's literally, this is the greatest wrestling, mental wrestling point for me in my whole life right now. Absolutely. And it's not that I want to leave. It's not like I'm, uh, I, somebody could watch this and say, oh, Jesse's got these clandestine. No, they're not clandestine. I'm saying them out loud right here. So they're not. They're hit. out there. And Public. they're also, it's not an agenda. I, I do wrestle with trying to fight the idea to promote myself in order to get, that's of course something I want no part of. Right, exactly. But, 
That's not honoring to God. But it, that's it, not the mind and that's of Christ. certainly not like Christ. No, Christ so, is a humble servant. And you the whole say, thing. okay, I just do the next best thing, and, and that's all you can do. But that fear is, what if I miss the window? Right. What if I am, am so just okay with being here that I miss an opportunity because I was okay with being here, right? That exactly. I, listen, yeah, yeah. I, I think, honestly, men struggle probably with that oh, I'm sure. more than, maybe more than women, but women struggle with a different type of contentment in a lot of different avenues. But for us, in the subject that we're in, contentment is the ultimate thing. Sure, what is real true. contentment, right? And what does it look like? And it's not a lazy, uh, contentment can often be mislabeled as a, a laziness. Absolutely. Where you're just like, well, I'm just content where I am. No, 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 that's not it at all. Contentment is a constant work at doing whatever it is that God has put you in, in to do and be happy and excited and so passionate about the thing that you're doing. Yes. Because you know that that's exactly where God has you. And I, knowing that he's got a plan for you that probably doesn't look the same in two years or five years that it did that it does now. And if you think about it, even though you've been here for 20 years and you, you haven't done the same thing for 20 years, if you compare what you did in 2000, 2000, yeah, 2000. to 2020, and then you back it up to 2010, totally different. Look at what you're doing in 2015, totally different. Look at yeah. what you're doing in 2005, totally yeah. different. Some of the titles may have been the same. Yeah, that's but true. But God has, has used your willingness to say, I am passionate about being here. I'm not trying to be somewhere else. I'm not thinking about grass is greener on the other side. Sure. And that's been honored. And now he's stirring something else inside of you that could be a move or it could be a just preparation for the next thing here. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I, I want, and so I, here's the thing, right? I'm sure people feel that way all over the place. And the question, here's what I say. Okay, this is kind of a thing I do mentally. I, nobody told me to do it. It's probably the worst thing to do, right? But here's, <laughs> all right, well, let's be, we'll do be the deciding <laughs> so, factors on this. In all of the scripture, right? If you could list off 20 people, right, that you know from the Bible that were integral and say you could list off 50, okay? Mm-hmm. And the entirety of scripture, then the odds are, that in, in the 50 people you could list, the 100 people you could list, say you, say you could list 100 people that were like, hey, these people would be considered players, biblically. Mm-hmm. Stands to reason that those are the 100 known people, but there stands to reason there's a million unknown people, yeah. according, to the scri- according to what we have in account of Scripture, that are completely known by God and are thought of in regard to having done the role to promote those hundred people where the hundred people needed to go and so on and so forth and so on. So you could list a hundred modern people now, you could list a hundred reformational people, whatever it is, you could list them and you would say, okay, for every hundred, there's a million that pushed them there. And then the question is, are you willing to be a part of the million if you're not one of the hundred? And that's kind of what I say to myself is like, hey, that's an honorable place a person who did their job. And then I think about just myself, the people that if you were to ask me to list who had the biggest impact in your life, there are people that might not get listed, but that had a huge impact. And as a result are completely unknown, even by me, even the person that feels the impact they had. Hmm. I have another thought I want to touch on in a second, but uh, oh. it's completely unrelated to this. But write it down so you don't forget. Well, it's, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's frustrating, honestly, at this moment. 
we can't talk about that. That's not for this. No, it's for this, but oh, it's, it's just, this. I don't want to side rail it, and it's just an gotcha. observation I just made. And but, I, okay, so let's just finish the... You see what I'm saying, though? Do you see, like, so... For you, you work yeah. for Christ, for followers of Christ. Absolutely. Second, you don't get to say what you get to do, but you mm. get all this freedom still. Yeah. And, and that's hard for people because they want to be in control. Are they you, definitely want to think that. Are you willing to be a person that pushed up someone that is more known than you? That's the other question. That's what I tell myself. Hey, that's hard. What if you're just here to push some other people up? Mm-hmm. And, and that's fantastic. we talked about humility three weeks ago, yes. four weeks ago. Yeah, it takes a lot of that. Yes, to to find that spot what you're talking about and understand that the for the vast majority of people, that's who we are. Yes, right. I mean, think about us, right? As pastors, we're most likely never going to be world famous pastors. Maybe, I mean, maybe him. But I, I, maybe we're late bloomers if we are. Yeah, you super know, late bloomers. They normally start earlier but than forty. That's fine because the things that we do are laying the groundwork. Even if it's just your kids, that's why when I talk to parents and they're like, you know, I don't, I don't know what. Are, you're making a huge difference in the world just by raising your kids and making Christ known to your kids, right? That's the one thing actually that you're the only one that can do that in their lives right. because you are uniquely positioned to do that. So if you discount that, then you're probably discounting some other things in your life that you're doing Certainly. that are making a huge difference, even though you don't feel like they're making a huge yeah. difference. And I think it kind of to tie this whole thing up and I, I don't know what time we are, but no, we're good. Here, here's the deal. People are watching still. That's important. <laughs> it's mental. It's all yeah. mental. Yeah. So you hey, it's get out of your head. Your spiritual your mental pathways, all this stuff that you're doing, these neuron pathways, these, the way the structure you're holding everything up with, all of this stuff, it, it, you, it's a perspective situation, and, and you need to just ask for a perspective, a Christ-like perspective, so you can yeah. see your life, just a glimpse of the way Christ sees it, and that's motivation enough. Which, okay, so which is what Paul said in Philippians. That's what we're studying. He said, don't be anxious about anything. Right. And that's the hardest part. That's the hardest thing for me is in the what if is that there's just an anxiousness about it. The, the, the whole thing behind every what if I have is anxious. I'm anxious. I don't know what might happen. And I don't like being, we've talked about this a lot. I don't like not being in control. Right. Which is why I don't take a ton of risks, which is odd. I do take strange risks, but. You're in the one percenter. I, and I hate every Ninety-nine percent of the time I'm the safest guy on the planet but if you're around when i do the one percent it's frustrating it's angering <laughs> it's uh, sometimes impressive yeah i mean it's impressive <laughs> that I've, I've survived this long uh because of all the and pain me. that's brought me and you now i've done the same thing i've caused some pain but yeah and i'm more of your half and half and so you know you're rolling the dice with me <laughs> yeah that's right with you it's with me you don't see it coming like, man I, I yeah you're right that's How very responsible that? and, and i think that's part of the reason why i fear so much is because it could go bad it could go way bad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the reality is when you have the mind of Christ, that's not going to happen. Right. You might end up in a rough situation. Sure. But that's not, that's not a surprise to God. He's got you right where he wants you when you are living the way that he's called you to with the mind that he has to serve and not to be served, to love and to, you know, not because you're looking for any reciprocation, but because that's what he's called us to. Right. I love it. It's uh it's a solid thought. It's a solid theology, and it's critical. And right? guess what? It's simple. Yeah, that's what so we've simple. we've talked about that a lot over the last couple of weeks. It's we want it to be super complex. We want it to be oh, all of these things that we have going on, and there are a lot of things that are going on in your head. 
but it all boils down to, which is why she said it, it was hard for her when the lady said, listen, it really comes down to three lies that we tell ourselves. She's, she's like, yeah, it needs to be more complex than that. Right. I've got hundreds of lies that I believe. And she's right. like, yeah, but it really boils down to three things. Yeah, and uh, it's, it, it's just, it, we want it to be all this, but the truth is, man, it, every, if, here's it's another thing I tell myself. If it's an easy process, then it's wrong. Yeah. Right. So like if I'm able to, to go, oh, it's cut and dry. It's this or it's this. Right. Then it's then it's wrong. I'm wrong. It, it's there's there is no simple answer to to really difficult personal, interpersonal, interpersonal issues. So if I'm yeah. dealing with somebody else and I have an answer for it, I'm like, well, every time I meet this is what I say, then it's wrong. Oh, yeah. You and if have I have, if I say, well, every time my kid does this, then this is no, that's wrong. Every time I do this, this one. No, it's wrong. It's just these. There are some absolutes in what I believe that allow me to not have to have absolutes in the way that I deal with people. That's what Christ did. Some people he treated kindly. Some people he was very stark with. Some people, he was able to identify that, but it didn't change the absolutes of what he believed. All right. So there are four people that are desperately trying to decide what it is they're guessing you've built attention for those four people that are currently watching this, and this hopefully the several horrible, the several hundred other shirt. people. And I hate, I don't hate this shirt. I really like this shirt, but it's a little big. I'm glad that Danny zoomed in on you for See, it. See, it's a little big. But and it's not. It's a little, <laughs> and it's, so it looks like I'm wearing a night shirt. See, if it was like that, then we can get, but look what happened. Now it looks, it's not right. It's wrong. And I didn't check it before I left because I was in a hurry. See, if it was like this, I could get on board with that. But it's like this. I have the same. Your problem. shirt looks fantastic. It does not. It's yes, it does. It's the same exact thing. I don't know what no, you're talking about. No, look at about. this. No. This is, you know what? The fact, yeah, we have two people on right now. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> them. I told you. I told you. It's just, it's the way I feel. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like they this. They went, nope, not into that. That has nothing to do. Yeah, you're right. You, you I dropped told you. Off, you dropped off at the right time. I told you. But it was funny. You brought it's it funny. up. Hey, so uh, this is the end of this study, which means we got a, ne- a new study next week. I have a, I have a, you, you're welcome in the comments to, to shoot it down and say, no, do something else. But, and you, you're welcome to say that right now. I would not. What if, what if we do the case for Christ? They just, they just put up the case for Christ up there. I think it's a good thing to do kind of as a refresher. Maybe you've Love gone it. through it. Maybe you've read the book a million times. I've, I've, I have too. I've read it. I've watched the movie. I've done the study. I've watched, read the book at least four times. But every once in a while, I feel like you just need a refresher. Hmm, I love that. Because it's a great... It's a great tool to help you to go share your faith, right? Because it, our, our faith, there's a lot of, it's complex, right? There's a lot of things to, to, to talk about, to defend, all those different things. But ultimately, it's very simple, and it, it is about defending an event. Mm. The event of Jesus' birth, death, and resurrection. And the case for Christ is one of the best and most clear and concise and deep looks into that. I love it. Could event. be happier about it. All right. So that's what we're doing next board. week. Um, we didn't have a lot of comments. We actually had zero because, well, again, Steve wasn't here. Producer Steve wasn't Producer there. Producer Steve, we needed him. Uh, hopefully he goes back and watches this and we'll tell him we missed him. But everybody else that was on, uh, thank you, Jared, Miss, Miss Vicky. Uh, there was other people, but they didn't pop up on mine because apparently they're friends with you, not me. Wow. That's cool. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, this is Live at Lunch. We do a Right Now Media study. If you don't have Right Now Media... Go find one of the other videos, and the link's in the Send comments. Us a, hit you us up in free, the, the old yeah, you can also messages or whatever. Anytime you can, messages. yeah, you can you can message the First Baptist Church Magnolia, Mass, oh, wow, Magnolia's First Baptist Church, and 
uh, you can email us our name, Seth at MagnoliasFirst.org, Jesse at MagnoliasFirst.org. We will be happy to contact you with all the information. No doubt about that. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And we'll be praying for you.